podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. Friday, September 13. Uh, a lot of you might be wondering uh, if I have a buying list, do I have a selling list? Yeah. Um, actually, this September, I've been trimming because September 9 and 10 uh, proved a little bit shaky to me based on the charts. Now, I told you that we have three primary tools, selection, timing, and risk control. Um, as investors, my timing is not the daily but the weekly. So it's a bit longer time frame and I monitor if the bigger picture is already um, quite scary. And I would say that there are three sectors that are, to me, quite scary. The first sector that is really quite scary is IGV. These are your high SAAS names, software as a service names. As I said, Notice that I had two SaaS names that failed. Slack and Feature Duty were my losers. <clears throat> I'm just holding on to them, but on rallies, I would try to sell them. <clears throat> and the reason why they fell is because even if their earnings and their revenues top guidance estimates, the people are starting to wonder, hmm, should I pay 20 times price of sales if you are not going to make a profit anytime soon? That's the basic um questionnaire for the SaaS names. The SaaS names have done tremendously well. Which companies are SaaS names? SaaS names are, are companies like Twilio, Adobe, Salesforce, um, Workday, Oracle, Microsoft, Cadence, um, Hoopa Software, uh, Splunk, even Cybersecurity Networks, uh, Palo Alto Network, Port. Fortnet. These companies are highly priced. Um, Okta, those names. And notice what happened when Zscaler didn't make it, it dropped about 20 plus percent on earnings. That means that uh, high SAAS names, high PE names are to be avoided at all costs, even if they would rise. Atlassian went up 3% last night. Twilio went up 3% last night. Uh, from a big picture, they are off about 30% from their high. Roku is about, um, uh, I think it's about 20% off of its high. Um, these are, um, Roku is not a SaaS name, but it's also a high PE name. It's a high, um, it, it's quite price for perfection. Price for perfection names are Starbucks and Shake Shack. Beyond me, this price for perfection. The question now is, are we supposed to still continue holding on to these highly, uh, I would say some of them are quite hyped because even if we like Beyond Meat, it's not going to hit um, those those sales figures or even um, earnings wise. So you have to understand why I've sold my Beyond Meat uh, quite, actually I've sold my Beyond Meat two months ago, I think, or August or July was it. Um, we made a sell recommendation on um, 
well, there are companies that you just trade, right? So, obviously, high PE names are to be avoided. So, the SAS names, I'll be careful. I don't have any recommendation on SAS names. That said, what I'm scared of is what happens when SAS names transfer. Look, it already happened. Mobile payment systems have gone down. Your Visa, MasterCard has fallen this uh, last few days. Yes, it went up last night, but what's last night versus like last week, right? So you have to be careful because um, last night the market rallied because I think there was a delay in the tariffs. Temporary sentiment was upwards, but I could see that there is a resistance in some of our favorite sectors. And these are, I repeat, there is a resistance for IGV the software names, iPay, which are the, what's this, um, the mobile payments. And I'm thinking that despite the fact that I do like Elastic, I am scared about the sector. The sector is the problem. If the sector will, will not trade at high PEs then, or high prices sales in this case, then there will be a few problems uh, with the SAS name. That said, um, I will just let my position be there, um, but there will be a trail stop, meaning I wouldn't allow it to, to, to break below a certain level. In my case, maybe um, I'll be careful at the price of about 88. It's currently trading at $94, so I'll allow it to have leeway to go up, down, up, down. Um, maybe it hits a hundred. Uh, I would probably trim half and let it ride. For me, it depends really. Um, but I mean, if the, the fact that it went forty percent up in two days means that some people would like to take profit. I can't. Uh, to me, I'm there for quite really uh, to invest. But um, I am also scared about that factor that the sector is not doing well from a timing perspective. Um, our favorite sector, video games, I'm happy to tell you that I don't see any problem there. There's no resistances much yet, so we continue to hold on to them. Uh, but, um, you know, if you're overexposed in a sector, even if there's no resistance, if you want to trim and take profits, there's no problem. So with Nintendo at 40,000, my, my target for Nintendo is about 42,000 yen. It hit 41,600 yen. I'm, I'm out. I'm out Nintendo. Um, Bandai Namco is currently 6,4 yen. Um, I trimmed. I, I'm out 6,2 yen. I I still have Square Enix. Um, I'm thinking uh, I would get rid of Akatsuki. It's one of um, the small company. It's it's doing just there. Basically, in the last three months, from about seven thousand uh, seven, maybe it just moved from six seven to seven four yen. There's a ten percent range for the last three months. I still believe it's gonna hit higher, but um, I place a sell order until September 30, 2019. Um, less exposure to the video game sector on my end, but I'm still heavy in video games. In fact, the video games is 
an exposure that I've got about 50 to 60 percent. So I'm just making that 60 percent exposure and dividing to about 30 percent. It's just a diversification um, route for me. And the way I diversify is put it into cash. Um, more cash doesn't mean that I'm expecting for a drop, but maybe that cash would be deployed in the the names that I do like, that we do like, but if we could get a better entry, why not? Like, if we could get Shake Shack and Starbucks about 20 to 30% lower, wouldn't it be great? So, I mean, I'm not saying that it will fall there. Maybe it doesn't, but um, I just want to be ready if it does happen. So, there are good names that we like. Um, as you can see, most of the dividend plays are picking up recently. The momentum has been going to the value names. AT&T is 39 bucks. Uh, so I'm keeping it all. Looks like the money is flowing towards these, these types of companies. Companies that are trading less than 11 times multiple are getting um, the love. AT&T, uh, Capri Holdings, um, even, even the really bad uh, companies with debt. Uh, like GE, they're they're quite rising as well. Um, what else? Um, but also GE had insider buying. So ever since Harry Marco Polo said that they were like Enron fraud, etc., etc., it went from about seven to about nine point five recently. Uh, but I think those are those are trades. Those are trades. They're not like investment moves. Neither Capri Holdings. It's more like a trade. It went from about 26, currently 32. There will be resistance at about 34, 33 to 36. I think there's resistance there. Um, new interesting picks for September. Uh, I'm not changing my view. I do believe that we keep on adding Funko. Funko is still there. Uh, my September buy list is uh, pinned in a message. You can read it all. Um, I said that you could still continue to add more on video games, especially Activision, if you have it at 45 to 47. If you don't have it, then you can consider entering at about 50 to 52. Um, you can also keep on adding on Funko if you can still enter at 25, 26. Yesterday, it opened 26.5 to 27, so there's a gap up. Um, see if you can enter. If not, then it's fine. Um, Waypo is trading at $49. I recommend it to be bought. I, I'm okay with it. And then um, Momo, yes, uh, I've, I've also inserted that position to be bought because Tinder has done well. And um, the problem with China is it's really highly regulated. So that said, we do, we, we do identify companies in China that are doing well fundamentally. So that we could either trade it uh, or hold on to it. Journey speaking, um, trades can be made about 10 to 15 percent um, on any on any and around for mga Chinese names. Um, we have active buy recommendations on Huya, on um, JD, on Weibo. JD I recently trimmed because every time it hit 32. Uh, I always see it going back down, so uh, I could be wrong. Maybe it goes higher. We'll see. Uh, with Pintuo Tuo, it's hitting 36, 37. Um, I don't mind what, wherever it goes, whether it goes 30 bucks or it goes 40 bucks. Um, I'm just holding a position that I could hold um, 
uh, I've already trimmed my pintwood wall, so the position I'm holding is really for the kicker, whether it goes $50 or $25, doesn't matter to me now. Um, I just, that's how I play when um, I just keep my winners and let it be. Uh, if there is an entry, then why not? I'll probably see if there's an entry point. What else? Um, Okado has reached approximately near 1,400 pounds for the year. So I've, I've already sold my Okado at 13.70. We made a buy at about 11.50. We, 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 ad, we advocated buying at 1,100 to 11.50. Uh, Okado is here by Amazon of London. I'm out. If it goes back down anytime next year, then I'd probably see to it to get in. If not, then uh, if it continues to keep on running higher, then I'm okay. Um, I, I would always um, not regret if I took profit. Um, Stone Co. I sold at a 33. Went down 30. Now it's about 32.5. It keeps on rebounding once it hits 30. I'll see. I'm not in a hurry to initiate a lot of positions because um, from September till December, I think that the best trades, the best investments have already been done. We've already had about nine months. The next three months would be mostly, I think, um, either an increase in momentum on some names that we've already had. So, like Tongko and Pintuoto could probably go higher from a from a from a momentum perspective. Traders are gonna still continue to go bid it up, but um, I mean, if you can add more, why not? But um, I would I would just really hold on positions. If Funko probably gives an entry on a dip, maybe I'll see. If no dips, I'm also fine. Because usually momentum names like that, I don't expect it to dip. I just really expect it to go up and up and up. Uh, until it meets a certain ceiling, then that's it. Uh, so far, um, low P names, Kroger had actually a volatile session. Uh, from 26.5, it went to 24, then close to about 25.5. I'll see what happened in the uh, earnings. I, I know earnings was a piece, but it has to do with the company outlook and guidance. So I'll check it out later on. Mm. Capri Holdings is uh, you know, 32. CV itself is $64. Um, approximately about 70 bucks. I'll see if uh, I'll sell half maybe at 70. Uh, and then I'll write it out. Dividend picks this year. Uh, Hasbro is Hasbro hit 120 bucks. So the people who got then maybe just a week ago before, or was it two weeks ago? I think it was about end of August. Uh, Hasbro could be gotten at about 105 dollars. So at 120, 15 percent, uh, you would get out of a Hasbro because Hasbro is not a momentum name. We like it, but um, these are dividend picks, and for it to rally about 15 percent in about two weeks or so, usually that's good enough so if if you're there for a trade and not as an investment then you're out or you're out half uh, you you should know um, whether your entry is quite um, a trade or an investment scenario of course um, Philippines were advocating Jollibee Jollibee sitting 222 bucks that price is an investment mode you buy it there <coughs> 
the momentum traders will only enter Dolly about 260 to 270 already. So that's when the momentum starts. Any price from 220 to about 180, that's all investment mode. Uh, Shell Philippines 32, that was an investment mode. Um, yeah, momentum will only kick in about 36 to 37, and only maybe after three to six months of um, potential uh, earnings recovery. So you have to just know the stages of the companies that you're buying, and um, so that so that you could be guided uh, on on uh, how to approach it. Is it a trade or is it an investment? Generally speaking, um, I would love to do everything investment, but um, I'm. It's just that sometimes when you're entering a company too late, you have no choice but to be a trader because you're late. You're paying a high PE for great business, and we like it, but you would encounter a lot of volatility, especially when there is a great rotation away from high PE names to low PE names. In fact, what I'll do is some of these high PE names, I'll be studying them for you. I'll be studying companies like Twilio, companies like Coupa, not for them to be bought now, but for you to have an opportunity so that when the time comes and it's ready for the picking, then you could get it, get in, diba? So, note that these, when I say high PEs, these are the companies that went 10x in about 3 to 5 years. So, if they're falling about 30-40%, that's just normal because that's how they are. They are very high beta. Uh, so, seeing a 50% drop on a Twilio is not un unfathomable. I've seen Square went from 10 to 100 and now it's about 59, 58. So can it drop? Sure, it can. That's why these names you got to be watchful on their earnings and their revenues because most of them didn't have earnings. So there. Bye-bye.